Welcome to the Catastrophic Comeback Podcast with American injury lawyer Clark Speaks, helping you find hope, purpose, and joy after a catastrophic injury. Well, so I can imagine that that's important um, for a couple of reasons. One of the things that I think that sticks out to me is that uh, I don't think people like to call attorneys' offices or law offices. And I mean, and, and we, we work in it, so we, I think we've sort of don't don't think it's a scary place or a judgmental place or people are we know that people aren't that people aren't there jerks or whatever but if you see on tv or reading books or magazines or whatever you might have this conception that yeah, i'm gonna, if i don't want to call there they're going to judge me they're going to they're going to you know be too busy or whatever and so um it doesn't sound like to me that that's the situation that you're describing at all. No, it's not. And I absolutely know what you mean because I don't have a lot of experience around attorneys and law enforcement. I mean, I say that, but I, in, in the private investigation, I did work for attorneys. Um, but it was, I guess it was just different in a sense. But I know what you're saying about preconceived notions when it comes to attorneys. And I've been so, so pleasantly... Um, just surprised at how wonderful everybody is at Speaks Law Firm. It is truly like a family. Oh, I mean, and, and I guess for people that aren't necessarily going to be clients of ours, what what the takeaway from this probably is, is what if let's, let's say somebody's in you know uh, another state is outside of North or South Carolina and they're in a different state and they're uh, what it sounds like to me that you're describing is within a few minutes on the phone with with a person talking to them about a, an injury, a catastrophic injury where you've been really hurt um, or uh, seriously injured, it seems like you should get a feeling, these people are here to help me and these people I can, are people I can talk to. Is that fair? I would think that's fair. I think that initial intake conversation should tell a person a lot about, you know, who they're thinking about hiring and that sort of thing. Um, I feel like if the initial person that's talking to you is basically only um, focusing on the details and not who you are and what you've been through. I think that speaks volumes because, you know, I know that I know that that's important to you is who your intake people are and um, how we handle our clients and that sort of thing. So I, I do think that's that's very important. Well, so as you're talking to me, I got I got to admit there have been times, you know, so earlier in my career, we were smaller, right? And so mm -hmm. I might be, I might do the intakes myself 20 years ago or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so, and when, so when I would do that, I, you know, the first time you hear somebody's story about it, then you, then it, it does, it, you do sort of, you, you know, if you're an empathetic person, if you're a people person, if you're somebody who wants to help somebody, it, it is, uh, it is easy to sort of uh, tell me about this and tell me about, you know, tell me the details and t how, how do you feel and all this as you've d done it longer and longer and longer and then you know early in the conversation you know the information you need right mm -hmm. you know exact okay I don't need all of this I just mm -hmm. need this little piece right here right. It, I have found myself on occasion interrupting people and saying all right well tell me about this one thing that I need I really need to know about mm -hmm. how, you know how do you balance getting the details that you need to do your job with, at the same time, letting people, uh, make, making people understand that you really are there for them and you care about them and you want to do a good job for them? 
Well, occasionally you do have that one person that um, you have gone over, you know, what happened to them and you have written down your details, just like you said, um, and they are still just really upset. And it's, it is a very fine balance between needing to move on. Um, I like to talk to the person and say, okay, you know, Mr. Brown, I absolutely feel like we can help you. Um, the quicker that we can get you in here and get these paper signs, the quicker that we can jump on your case and, and help you out. So um, let's go ahead and do that. So that I'll kind of interject with, let's get you in here and let's make that appointment. Um, because as you know, when we're on the phone, you know, we don't do all our intake on the phone. So, you know, we do our initial and then we try to get them in to sign paperwork. Um, so I try to point out that the faster we can get this going, the faster we can get you in and that sort of thing, the faster we can help you. So with respect, so you mentioned that uh, we get them in for paperwork. So, or, or, so we do the initial on the phone. Let me ask you this. We do, we do, do we do everything in paperwork or my, my experience is we can do, we could do, we do a lot of the stuff over the internet. Is that right? The intake? Yeah. Like in other words, we could do, do DocuSign and that sort of thing. Yeah. We do that for our initial fee agreement, but um, there's other things that need to be notarized. And I feel like people in general want to come and see people face to face. I mean, this is a big deal. So they want to see who they're talking to. They want to see, you know, you know, who, who is actually you know, going to have my back and um, they want to come in. So, but I'm, what I'm just saying, what I'm saying is if somebody can't come in for whatever oh, absolutely, reason, if yes. somebody is, is, is uh, you absolutely. know, then, then, I mean, that's kind of what the investigators are for. Yes, that's what, that's you know, exactly what they're for. It's, yeah. it, well, that's, I guess that's the first step before they're also for, for finding coverage and, fi and documenting, getting uh, evident, evidence uh, secured. Right. Um, so, so now that we bring in, uh, uh, investigators into the conversation. Mm -hmm. Can you talk to me about, you know, uh, the relationships you have with the other people in the intake team, which I think would include other intake specialists, but then also uh, intake support and then also investigation. Can you talk to me about that, uh, the relationships you have with those people and why those relationships are important? Um, I think anytime you work closely with people, it's important to your daily well-being. Um, I know that I have had situations in the past where it wasn't so copacetic as it is now, and it just makes your job seem more difficult. Um, everyone I work with, honest, honestly, everyone I work with, it is just flows so beautifully. Um, and I think a lot of that, just completely be honest with you, Clark, is that I just don't see a lot of egos where I work. I mean, everyone is so down to earth. Everyone is truly there to do the best job that they can and help everybody out. And it just flows so nicely. Um, we just work so great together. Everybody is here for each other. Everyone is always saying, if you need help on this or you need this, let me know. Everyone is available to, to help you. Um, Why is it important that the... Uh that the intake people need to be able to work well together or that the intake people need to be able to work well with the investigators? Well, um, I think that, you know, as far as being able to work well together, um, we get a lot of overlap that I'm kind of just now seeing, to be honest with you. Um, 
sometimes, you know, Tracy has called someone and they call back and I get them. Um, and we're not sure, you know, you know, is this, have you started this intake or have I started this intake, that sort of thing. Um, so communication is very important and we do all, we communicate all day long about who we have, you know, who needs to be called back and, and all of that. Um, and then our private investigators or our investigators, um, you know, they are not in the office a lot, but we're always communicating via text and making sure that they have what they need to be able to do their job. Um, that's important. And they, they know that um, if they don't, they just ask us and, you know, we're happy to, to do whatever. But we try to just make sure they have everything they need to go out and do the investigation that there is to do. So, so it sounds like to me that <clears throat> in order for them to do their job efficiently and effectively and for you to do your job efficiently and effectively, everybody has to have the same goal, which is to take care of the client. Right. And everybody has to uh, put, have a client-centered uh, focus instead of an ego-centered focus. Exactly. And that's something that we seem to have going on there because everybody is client-focused. Um, but then yet we take care of each other. And I love sure. that. Yeah. Well, and, and, then, and then it seems like to me that that's, uh, that's essential in order to communicate about the things that need to be, that we need to com communicate about in order to make sure that we do respond quickly, that we do respond uh, empathetically, that we do uh, get the details and preserve the documentation and the evidence and those kinds of things that we need to, to do. Mm -hmm. And, and so, so, then what would you say to somebody who is, um, uh, I mean, this, whether they're in North Carolina or they're somewhere else or they're in South Carolina, they're in California or wherever, if they're catastrophically injured and they're, and they're, and they're calling a law firm and, they, and, they, and they, they dial the number, somebody answers the phone, what should they be looking for? What questions should they be asking? What should they be uh, considering and, and selecting and, and saying, all right, these are, the, these are the people that I want to have help me? Mm -hmm. Okay, so um, as, if someone from somewhere else is calling in and, and speaking to an intake counselor, an intake coordinator, um, I think the most important thing is for that person to listen to them. Um, listening is pretty big, I think, in communication. You have to just let them talk and tell you what's going on. And if they if they are patient with them, and um, I, I'm not sure at like how to put this, but um, I don't know how you really show empathy over the phone. But you can kind of feel it, right? You you can feel it. Um, and if they ask you, so I I had um, this one young man call us re recently. And um, his daughter had been playing out in the yard, and she had kind of been gone out into the um, street. It wasn't like a busy street. It was like a neighborhood street. And um, someone in a vehicle was not paying attention, and they ran over. And when I found out that this was a little girl, because he kept talking about his daughter being hit by a car, and for some reason I had in my mind that she was older. But then I found out she was three. I mean, my reaction was just... I was stunned and I was just like, oh my gosh, she's three years old. And that was just my natural reaction. I was just, I was overwhelmed because this little girl had been hit, basically run over by a car. Um, but it, it's just that natural reaction that I think people say, understand, hey, 
you know, Stacy's just a, a regular person too, and she understands and she cares and she's as outraged as I am and as upset because I was. I was very upset at this. Um, the thoughts of that happening is just awful. Um, so I think those type of things, if you just allow yourself to be just a regular person instead of just someone who's supposed to sit there and take down the details, you know, I think that people can just pick up on that naturally. You know, I, I think it's pretty easy, or at least it is for me. If you're calling somebody, either they seem like they care or they don't. So if somebody's from a different state or whatever were to call us and say, hey, uh, this is, I have this catastrophic injury, here's what's going on. It sounds like we could probably, uh, and I think this is probably the case, tell me what you think. We could probably talk to them, and if we can't help them, we can probably help them figure out, find somebody who can. Is absolutely, absolutely, so, and we would. Just from my perspective, I mean, I, I can, I mean, I can go through just about every state in my mind just sitting here and think, um, yeah, I know somebody that I trust and can take care of a catastrophically injured people, person in this state, 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 in just about every state in the United States. Um, That's pretty uh, good. Alaska is the one that I wouldn't, that comes to mind that I, but I know a guy from Alaska is who's in Utah and I would call him and say, who's my guy in Alaska that I can mm -hmm. really trust to take care of this person? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, okay. Stacy, uh, th I think those are all the questions I have for you. Thank you so much for being here Thank and you. I appreciate it. Yep. Thank you for everything. Thank you for joining us and we'll see you next time.